Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash up. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT, hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Renfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree, bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown. In the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Monday, September 12, 2022. Raven98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. It is a mighty Monday morning. All right, we're ready to get this thing started an hour later, but here we are. Looking for some good news. Um, the call started. Looking for some bad news? I got plenty of that. No, I'm just joking. All right, guys. Uh, <clears throat> there's nothing from the bank, the treasury, or our side, because everybody's just waiting. Iraq is uh, not expecting anything this week. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I was laughing again because, you know, the same idiot sit out stuff and I got a call yesterday morning one of my people talking about now they're talking about as soon as the queen is buried they're going to announce the RV just idiotic stuff. I don't even know why you guys even follow him or them anymore because every week they come up with something stupid RV has nothing to do with the queen or funeral or anything else that was just stupid alright so what is going on is uh, the framework is saying they are going to have a parliament session the middle of next week or the end of next week, it says, or the week after, which doesn't mean anything. It's going to be whatever it comes up. But that's what they're saying, that they have agreed, and there are 180 uh, ministers, which are the same 180 we've been having for two months, three months now. Um, they are, in fact, blaming the holdup on Al-Kazimi, 
saying he's holding it up so he can stay in power. Uh, Halabusi, the permanent speaker, saying he's holding it up because he's with Tadar. Everybody except for themselves, as, as people tend to do that, and the fact that it won't go. But what we are looking at is Sadar is calling his people for a million-man march. Uh, right now he wants everybody to march on Friday because it's the religious day, and he put out the rules. And on supposed October the 1st, there's supposed to be a demonstration like no other, if there's no agreement by that. Um they are trying to form some agreement, trying to get Sadar to talk. They have formed, which the framework is taking credit for, sending Amiri, Halabusi, and Brazani to go talk to Sadar. Framework is saying they put that together. Nobody else. Brazani um, met with Halabusi. One other guy forgot, and uh, they're actually putting out their own agenda now of what they think should happen and how the government should work, which still calls for new elections. But they stress that they want Al-Kazimi and Selah to stay in place. Same thing that Tadar wants, <laughs> basically. Uh, uh, but they're all saying the one thing Tadar is not, we understand there has to be a new government. That is the way to go in the Constitution, which it is. We all know that. That's the way it's supposed to work. New government then change the rules. Well, the international community is now involved. So the UN has gone to the head of each group, had meetings, closed-door meetings, behind-the-scenes meetings, Tell them what should happen and what's going to happen. <laughs> so basically, and um, it's putting together an agreement that they're to have them all sign off on. This is how the new government's going to be formed. Uh, this is what will be changed. And all this will take place within six months. Everything hasn't been signed and announced yet, but she's working on it. And they're trying to get it done by the 1st of October before anybody goes crazy, they hope, because they're stressing the fact that that can't happen. And they're even going with these three guys, purchase Sadar, to try and get him to agree to whatever the rest of the conditions are so the Iraqi government can go forward. The good thing, and Walt's not here because he called and told me he won't be here, you guys want to know is on October the 4th, if it's not done, supposedly the European Union and the United Nations are going to dictate to Iraq what needs to happen from that point on. That's what's supposed to happen. Now, you know, it says with the support of the U.S., you know, just so they're not saying the U.S. So Sadar can't say East versus West, Iran versus the U.S. It's the United Nations and the European Union who's saying they're going to go in and make it happen. 
Yeah. Our last date, because she's uh, scheduled a meeting with all of them on the 4th of October. It is being told that they will dictate Iraq's future from there, but they're hoping things can be resolved without international interference by that time. So we know it has to end sooner or later, but we know even then, even if we do have international interference, and if they do leave Kazemi and, and Selah in there, one of the goals of the international community is a new vote within six months anyway and have a official Iraqi government in place, either way they look at it. So uh, Iraq announced today that they had their highest reserve so far at $85 billion, $85 billion. They're going to meet their $90 billion goal by the end of the year and probably surpass it with their reserves. They are number three in their area as far as gold and number 30th in the world as far as their gold reserves. They're a country with a whole lot of money (laughs) and no way to spend it get it out the coffers except for it is being stolen through the food services law. Everybody knows it. They're saying they're trying to put a stop to it, but nobody is. So corruption is their biggest thing. They're arresting people. <laughs> the one reason why Maliki and his guys don't want Al Kazimi in there is because he's changing the rules of the game. He's stopping the corruption. He's actually having people arrested, all the stuff that they're against. So we're going to see how that comes out. But it was a good weekend. Things are actually starting to move, even though nothing is going to happen before Friday. I can promise you guys that because it's during the religious holiday right now. Nothing's going to happen. They got a million people in from Iran. They're not going to change their currency in the middle of that. That may make any sense. So ask those other idiots, gurus who keep announcing this today, tomorrow, and the next day. That's not going to happen. It doesn't make any sense. What we do like is, and you'll see uh, they're excited about, is the European Union, once again, we know, move them from the... Um, money laundering list, but also is agreeing to do international business with them so we can see that in the future. No, they're not changing currency in Europe now. Not today, not tomorrow, not Friday. And if their dollars were in there, if their dollars were there in the bank, able to spend and transfer right today. If they were, it would still be at the same rate it is here. There would be no new rate. It would be exciting to have the country exchange in another country because you can exchange the dollar right here. I'm going to tell you guys for years. You can go to Citibank, exchange the dollar right today, but it's going to be at the same rate. And Ray has a list of I don't know, at least 70 banks that we've had for years 
that you can go to and exchange the dinar. But it's still going to be at the program rate. When it hits the other countries, which as many countries as it can, is great. Because they're all getting ready for it. It will still be at the program rate. And that's a good thing. So, all right, Ray, let's get started. Okay, let's see. I forgot to pull up the questions. Oh. One second here. I was wondering if you were still Oh, there. man. We have a whole gang of them. Uh-oh. One question from Blanket81. <laughs> when will this all be over? When it's over. What's the next question? <laughs> That's when it'll be over, when it's over. So that was the only board question. We'll go to live call. 206 area code. You are on. Wait, that was it? That was the only board yep. question? That was the only question on the board. All right. Good morning. Good morning, Ray and Tony. How are you, gentlemen? Greetings, sir. Super fan. Thank you, sir. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know what? We need the nth degree because we're going to nth moment on this thing, but it's still a wonderful thing to, to hear about this motion forward. Um, now, I'm not going to ask you the dumb question, when is this going to be over? But I will ask your opinion if this thing uh, is resolved anywhere toward the end of the month, or if the UN gets involved uh, on the 4th, are you still of the opinion that we will have an RV sometime before, you know, partly after the 4th, not waiting till after the election? Oh, yeah. I am of the opinion that, again, based on their reserves, what they have, the price of oil, um, two things need to happen, and I don't think they can wait another six months to do it, and that is the budget law has to be approved, which if they put this new government in, they can now approve the budget law, and the rate will change. The RB will happen with that budget law. Because they'll know based on the next government, whoever it is, the rate will be there. So, no, I don't see us waiting another six months, because that would be April of next year when the vote would actually take place. And, no, I don't, I don't see that happening because too many other things are happening. There's too much money there and the authorization to spend it. And then my second question is, uh, I'm assuming that these guys are talking about a fully functional professional government and not a caretaker government. Is that right? It's a functional government with parliament. Uh, Even though they're saying they're going to dissolve parliament, they're going to go in and make the votes and changes first. But the government will still be able to function with the House of Representatives. Great. So we should have a way better situation than than what we have now with just the caretaker system, right? Way better situation, more money, uh, international community uh, is going to have them sign the agreement, which they're hoping 
is going to make Shadara happy saying, hey, we know they're going to try and pull an okie doke, but because they're going to sign this agreement, we'll be able to step in and correct it. So can you just live with that? Because that's what they're trying to do. So it should be a much yeah. better situation. Well, thanks, guys, for the wonderful good news today. Sure do appreciate your diligence. You have a great All right. day. All right, sir. 
That's all right. She just already got her day early. That's all You were almost a Halloween baby. Almost, yeah. <laughs> okay, bye bye. Uh, okay, three five two Erico, you are on. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up? Told you didn't hear that last part. You said she already got a bath going. <laughs> yeah, she already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but anyway, they told it. They 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 they, they said the implementation of the emergency support law for the food security is shrouded in ambiguity. But obviously, not, it has nothing to do with with the citizen because they keep using it to, to do projects and neglecting the student. I mean, the citizens. Am I right or wrong? That's what they're saying, and they're saying that the money is being moved through corrupt procedures, but it's still going out to some areas, but the citizens aren't seeing any benefit of it. That is correct. When it was passed, in order for the citizens to not only get loans, but to get more food added to their restaurant, neither of those is occurring, but the money is still being drained. Wow. And my other question, Shalee, Muhammad El Iraqi, he he was quoting Sadar and he was saying like uh, for the return the return of the the uh, Sadar block, it's strictly forbidden. All right. Then he said if they return, they expect for the Kurdish his Kurdish ally to approve the po- the the proposed solution. All right. He said he don't think they would do that, and if they don't do it, he said there's no reason for them to return because. The parliament would automatic automatically dissolve itself. No, wait, wait. You got that a little mixed up. So, um, the framework others are trying to force the, um, Sadar back into the government and his guys through the legal process that's supposed to come out on the 26th. I think it is. They're supposed to tell them legally whether or not they, they have to go back in because they didn't go out the right way. So Sadar is saying, I don't care what you say, we're not coming back. It's forbidden, and we wouldn't do it unless our allies agreed to it, and we don't think they're going to agree to us coming back because all that's going to do is put us back at square one, where we're now the blocking third. We have to do this all over again. So that's forbidden. We're just not going to do that. But what Sadar did is ask his allies to go in and walk out of Parliament like he did. He said, it would be better if you guys did what we did and just leave. Now, his allies are saying, his spokesperson put that out, but we haven't heard anything formerly from Sadar. There's been no phone calls, no nothing, just his guy saying that. But they also said, Chris, that we wouldn't do that because it's not in our interest to walk away from Parliament when we're negotiating everything we want. Even though Sadar's not getting anything, they're absolutely negotiating what they want. 
So they said that really wouldn't make sense. Now, Sadar is right. If if Kurdistan and uh, if they walked away, he said that would automatically collapse parliament and it would be gone. Nobody wouldn't have to vote, wouldn't have to do anything. There's not enough members there to hold it. Parliament would be dissolved. That's the fastest and easiest way to dissolve parliament. But they're not going to do that. Okay, man. It, it's a it, it, it's a complete mess. It's confusing, man. I tell you, it, it, it from one week it's always something. You know what I mean? But it's never what it should be in terms of you know serving the, it's uh, serving the citizens and moving the government forward. It's confusing, brother. It's not, but you know what? Sadar is saying, hey, it's all you guys are worried about is what you're getting. Everyone is what you're getting. Nobody is concerned about the people. Now, that's what he's saying. My concern is the people and not rotating the corruption leaders, just interchanging one for the other, and the system stays the same. We got to change the entire system. That means clean them all out. That's what he is saying. But people on the outside looking in, U.S. consultants, other countries, are all saying that Sadar is in it just like everybody else because he wants to become the most powerful individual in Iraq. And if he gets his way, that's who he will be. And then everybody will have to come to him. Even though he stays for the people, he still is going to get something out of it just like everybody else. So we'll see. And I don't mind if he does. I mean, if the people get what they need, it's just a byproduct that, okay, you know, he can become the leader. Iran will go to him. The U.S. will go to him, Europe, when it comes to place. But what I also know is what I've known for years, anybody that gets too big for their britches, as, you know, older folks used to say, they know how to take them out. The, the, the last thing I want I, I want to say, and then I'm I'm going to get off. The Dinar, uh, you said that uh, that Iran was passed out to a citizen. You said those are stolen dinars from Iraq, and I I, I I'm just amazed that nobody in that country is speaking on that. Okay, so they're saying where did that dinar come from? So Iran is trading in dollars and dinars. That is the money they gave out to their citizens. Nobody said they wouldn't rob the bank or did anything else. But the money through the corruption that they're trading both dollars and dinar is the money that they use to give their citizens. So it's not like they bought it from Iraq, but it's going through the corruption cycles as they're at the borders and everything else is how they got that dinar. Okay. Thank you, fellas. All right. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. I think we just put the... Uh, okay, microphone got stuck. All right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and next is... One second. Here we are, six one zero. You're on. 
Good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Greetings, sir. Hey, man. So it's super fantastic, -er, gentlemen. It is another Dynamite Day here in the USA. And I know we're coming up to the bottom of the hour here shortly, so I'm going to keep it short. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button. And when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree, Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here instructions and follow the prompts as you go through. In the block where you are asked to type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number there. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite rest of the day. Thank you, gentlemen. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're very, very welcome. All right. That takes us to 601. So, first of all, I'll take your last question first. I, I don't comment on personnel matters, and so I won't do that. I don't know what that was about, but anyway. Wait, I thought he was Let's talking see. to us. He said my last question first or something. Oh, was he talking to us? I thought it was another conversation going on. I mean, could have been. I don't know. Well, we tried. I thought. Hello. That's how I received it. They're gone now. <laughs> okay. If I was wrong, I, I apologize. I thought it was a totally different conversation going on, so he moved on. All right, we good? Yeah, that was that was it. That was the last hand that was up. I was looking to see if they might dial back in, but you know, I think they had a different conversation going on. They weren't talking to us. Oh, all right. Okay. All right, guys. So, 
Uh, again, the banks aren't on alert, aren't on standby, aren't hearing anything. I don't expect anything. There's some... Man, I get tired of saying it myself. But idiot gurus out there telling you guys that this is going to happen this week. Or now we're waiting for the queen to be buried before the RV can happen. And it has absolutely nothing to do with what we've been doing for the last 15 years. It's just nonsense. Hey, hey hold up. What? He came back? Two people realized that they didn't have their hand up, so they put it up. Well, they can't put their hand up after I start saying bye. Tell them I said bye. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. All right, 972. What's going on? <laughs> yes, sir. Danny and Dallas, thank you, Tony. Thank you for, uh, for allowing us to speak. There you go. All right. I, I did not realize. I, I missed a call last week from being too busy, and I thought uh, I, I thought I had already uh, got in. But let's, let's get past that. Okay. I think I understand now, with your last explanation, where the dinar is coming from that's going to Iran. I also heard uh, from general news sources not related to the currency that uh, the deal with Iran, the nuclear deal, is pretty well in shambles right now. They've agreed to disagree, but it's, uh, it's just not, not moving. So that, that, uh, that indicated to me, you were kind of hoping that that would take place or expecting it to take place to give us some relief here. Is that, uh, if they don't make that deal, are we a little further back in, in the, the schedule of things? What do you think? Well, I think they had four stipulations going back and forth each way. Yeah. Uh, Iran has said they were too much, and then the U.S., so they uh, agreed to disagree. It's exactly what it says. So it's going to be a little while longer. Yeah, I okay. thought as soon as the agreement was made, things would ease up because they wouldn't need Maliki anymore. But until right. that agreement right. was made, they're going to hang on to Maliki and hang on as much as Iraq as they can until that deal is made and they know they have freedom of movement and no longer need to siphon off Iraq's money. Gotcha, so gotcha. Always okay. been for the last 10 or 12 years, Iran has been an issue with us getting this done. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, you mentioned a couple of things. Uh, the United Nations is going to take some action, the European nations. Um, what What does that look like to you? Does, is that you indicated to me, I think, that it was detrimental for it to get that far, is it? Does it look like that that would be enough pressure for them to get off their butts and get it done before that comes into play? Well, even the UN and US, everybody is hoping so, because what it looks like is once again the international community has to direct them what to do. That they don't have the government that everybody was hoping they did or making all these agreements to say, hey, they finally grew up and they can solve their own issues. But once yeah. again, we what we don't know is how will the rest of the nations feel about it and will they implement their contracts knowing, hey, we got to go through this whole vote mess all over again 
you know, yeah. see what they're going to do. But here's a good thing. And if yeah. they don't have full text, if the U.N. agreement that she's shopping around says this is what you're going to do. So they already said they're going to have to have elections within six months. Okay. But if she stipulates you have to change these election rules and laws, you have to open this up. Some of the things that Sadar wanted in there, that the framework is already saying, yeah, we're going to do all that. And Sadar is saying, yeah, you bet. You know, I don't believe that. But if she has that right. in the stipulation, that will make things easier, better for everybody. Plus, which we're hoping for, if she leaves, Kazemi in place, Selah in place, and they're not a caretaker government, but now a temporary government. They can have all the authority they need to pass the budget and everything else. Got so that's what and in that agreement. All right, and and you're indicating there is a she involved. There's is this? I hadn't picked that up before. Is there an individual that kind of the spokesman? Some lady? She is she is the UN representative for Iraq and she's oh. the one spearheading it with okay. the backing of the US and the um uh, assistance of the European Union. Those are the three that so are involved. May, so she may be a big deal in the in the next little bit. What is her name? She you is know? actually a big yeah. Let me look it up. Um what is her name? Um, I had to go through my stuff. There. Let me see. I'll talk to somebody yeah, what, what, real quick. Well, it's, not, it's not oh. real critical, but obviously if you were to mention it, we'd have uh, some place to direct our uh, anxiety. I don't know <laughs> what, <laughs> what difference it would make. But. Uh, wait a minute. Let me see. I have to go back to one of these. Uh, the UN representative for Iraq. Everybody can look it up. Jeannie, okay. uh, or whatever her name is. But the fact of the matter is, she has already been involved. She has already been meeting. She's already met with Sadar one time before. Even though he only met with her for an hour, he wouldn't do what she said do. But the situation changed now. So we'll see. All right. But she is the she is the UN representative for Iraq, not an Iraqi <laughs> citizen. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, sister, she's she's Jenny from the UN. <laughs> okay. But her name is Jenny wait wait Jenny wait Jenny uh, Placer or something like that is the name her name. Okay. Well, I'll I'll, uh, I'll look that up and. Uh, uh, put it, uh, if I can get a picture of it, I'll put it on the dartboard, and we'll see what we can do. Okay, fellas, thank you for your patience and your uh, resilience in keeping this thing going. There's a lot of us out here that just kind of depend on you as being the primary source. So thanks for all you do. i got to go back to work until this thing happens. I'll see you later. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay, sir. Three two area code, you are on. Hey, Ray and uh Tony, how are you guys doing today? Hey. 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 Hey.
Well, well, I'm doing fa- fantastic. Thank you very much. Super fantastic Great. at that to the nth degree. <laughs> um, hey guys, I, I I really would like to to see Tony. Maybe if you can give me some some clarity about something that I just seem a little perplexed about. You you talk about um, Alkazimi already um, committing to some of the uh, the cleanup and corruption, where a number of these uh, political figures are already being arrested. And he has the power to do so, but what I'm not very clear about is is that if he has the power to be able to arrest people, why does he not have the power, along with Selah, to be able to dissolve parliament, which is a, a viable option? Because he is not arresting the people himself. The Integrity Commission is arresting the people. It's just like the DOJ. We don't care who the president is. The DOJ is the DOJ. They're out there arresting him. Now, is he making that happen? Yeah, without him, nobody was getting arrested. The corruption was going on. But he put people in positions to do the right thing. You know, him and Selah both are part of the caretaker government, which doesn't give them the authority to dismiss parliament. You have to be the actual government or even a temporary government with full powers in order to dismiss parliament. Those powers they don't have. Hmm. Hmm. Well, it, and, and, and it's only in my understanding, of course, which doesn't change uh, how law is. Uh, particularly for what happens in Iraq, which is um, a, a very unique situation. But it would it just it, it, he's the only governing body actually at this particular point, which doesn't make any sense that it would seem that he would have that power. You know, I, of course, you know that is my mere opinion. That doesn't change what the facts are. Um, yeah, because you got to remember their constitution says what powers a caretaker government have, has. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. Well, so there seems to be, (laughs) I don't want to make this political, but anyway, there seems to be so many other lawsuits that seem to be happening (laughs) in the same, same time frame in Iraq um, with Sadar. That is, I think, I think is, is there still supposed supposed to be a decision that's supposed to be made by the, the, the federal courts on the 26th? And then in addition to that, you've got um, another lawsuit that was just filed, as you said, this weekend, this past weekend. And then I think there are a couple of other things. And and what is going on with Maliki? Is Maliki, is there any chance this guy is going to actually pay pay the dues for his crimes? Okay, so listen to this. This is a fact. We're not guessing about it. It's a fact. The federal court said that the oil and gas law was illegal between Kurdistan and Baghdad, even though they agreed, okay? But who agreed? Al-Kazimi put an agreement together with Kurdistan and said, okay, we agree, we're going to do this. Maliki said no, because they want to continue stealing the oil. But the federal court agreed with Maliki, because we know he bought the federal court, or he owns it. Right. What does Curtis right. do? 
and saying we don't care what the federal court says. They're continuing to run their contracts, continue to get their money, and they're not sending it to Baghdad. So they obviously don't care what the federal court says, right? Right. We know that. Um, the federal court is supposed to rule on the 26th on whether Sadar and his guys have to come back in the parliament. Sadar has already said, what? I don't care what the federal court says. <laughs> We're not coming back. What are they going to do? Right. So they obviously don't care what the federal court says, regardless. The federal court is not ruling on whether Maliki did what he did. They're just saying it's under investigation. So they can't make a ruling. Even though the lawsuit was filed, they're still going to come back and say, well, the investigation's not done, so we can't rule, or blah, you know. Anyway. The judiciary, the federal courts, had already said it. They're both crooked. They're both put in there by the framework to do the framework dirty work when they were in charge. So they don't even expect it. And that is why Sadar is holding his position. You guys can say whatever you want, you agree. If we give you now three quarters of the government and still think you're going to stand by your agreement or hold the elections, even let it be a fair election? No. So the international community steps in, says they're going to control the election. They're going to make sure these 10 things go through. If not, they wipe it out and take control. He has a better chance. So Sadar has a better chance of letting the international community get involved and direct things than he does by just giving it to the framework. But we'll see what he does. Well, I, yeah, and I, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, it's an incredible chess move that still, well, it, it seems that he made a bad move and then he comes back and he, he actually has a way of being able to work out in his favor, which which I don't know why he walked away from the government in the first first place, because really that was the, the key element to re- dissolving everything. But it, it is what it is. It happened. But now it seems to have come back into his favor to really just boycott is what he's basically doing and um, and just chooses not to participate in order to have the, the, the international community to step in, which I, I truly agree with you is going to be the best thing for us all. It's just unfortunately the painstaking aspect of, of having us wait for it again, which ultimately you want the best for, for the country. Um, um, and, and, it, and it's a good move, but but will the federal court change as well? No. Well, it's just like our Supreme Court, you know? You yeah. just have to yeah. adjust new people. The new president go in, maybe. I mean, I look at their constitution. They can change it. Um, maybe they're not lifetime appointments. I don't know what theirs are. But that federal court they have right now, as they say, we're appointed by Maliki or the framework or Iran. I mean, the three of those who those people are, and they know that already, and they're doing what Iran tells them to do, just like Maliki and for the corruption to continue. So maybe Al-Kavini goes in, he becomes an actual president or prime minister. He got four years. All that can be changed out. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. 
Well, listen, thank you for your time. Listen, I'm a monthly contributor, um, and uh, I, I appreciate it. Um, you, what you guys give, the, the value of what you guys provide for us, and and uh, just the updates, the the news that we get on a on a monthly on a weekly basis, excuse me, three times a week, uh, is it, it's, it's paramount. And I know, you know, a lot of people should contribute more. Um, I'm not getting paid to be able to say that. I do that because I understand the the, the power of knowledge, and so it's so worth it. And so uh, I, I appreciate you guys doing for what you do. All right. Okay, thank you, thank sir. You, sir. All right. All right. All right. 903, I'll squeeze you in. 903. Okay, if you're talking to us, you have a bad connection. Nine oh three. I'm a nine oh three, but it ain't me. No comment? All right. All right, sir. Time to okay. Go this time. I thought he was saying something that just wasn't clear. But anyway. All right, guys. You got what I got, so we're all updated. We're waiting to see what happens. I don't expect anything this week, but I mean, not the RV, but changes could occur could occur rapidly. I don't know. Again, um, uh, Jeannie Lassard, whatever her name is, is going around talking to everybody, setting up meetings and doing that. They have the three guys, Amiri, Brazani, and, um, man, who's the other guy? I forgot. Anyway, they're trying to set up a meeting right now. And broker this deal so it could change it could change by the end of the week if Sadar agrees with everything they're saying if he sees it's a real opportunity and if uh, the UN is saying we're going to sign these two agreements to make sure then we can see things move a whole lot faster and that's what we're looking for in the meantime in between time do what I'm going to do enjoy the rest of your day be super fantastic by doing it and share the super All right, Ray. All right, ladies and gents, that's going to be it for this marvelous Herb Monday. We'll see what happens between now and Hump Day Wednesday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire. <laughs>
God's already pre-approved you for it. Come on, Bacardi. I believe that my God is a healer. Yes, he is. And I believe that I will survive. Oh, I, I believe that tells us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. I believe
To stop conference recording, press 1. This session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here.